Welcome to Network Marketing Success Secrets. I'm your host, Gloria McDonald. On this podcast, I'm going to share with you all of my best tools, tips, ideas, and techniques to help you get more leads, have a steady stream of highly qualified prospects coming in every single day, close more sales, and recruit more team members so that you can spend more time doing the things you love and less time doing the things you don't. I'm curious, let me ask you, how much could you really achieve and accomplish if you had a clear, simple, and proven roadmap to success and a mentor who knows how to guide you each step of the way? In this moment, you're standing on the threshold of an amazing life, and it's time for you to walk across that threshold to finally achieve your dreams with clarity and confidence, no matter how big your dreams may be. I know you can achieve these dreams because you are amazing, genius, and divine. Now let's get to the episode. If you're a network marketer, affiliate marketer, or coach, and you're not doing webinars, you are leaving money on the table big time. So years ago, four years ago, just four years ago, I would have never imagined that I could make five figures an hour, let alone build the team, recruit over 200 people in eight weeks. But now I do it regularly and I want to show you how to do it too, because honestly, it is so much easier than you think, which is why today I am sharing with you my tips to a five figure an hour rapid sales and recruiting webinar. So first of all, why do webinars? Let's talk about why you want to do webinars. So webinars are the fastest, easiest way to sell and recruit one to many. You can get multiple people on a webinar at one time and sell them all at once. So it's hugely time-saving. You can, number two is you can make your webinar highly interactive. So your audience gets a sense of who you are and they know, like, and trust you. And you can answer their questions and you can keep your audience engaged. So number three, webinars are a great way to make sure you're answering all your prospects questions so they can buy right on the spot or or they can sign up with you right on the spot and number four when you require registration for your webinar which you absolutely positively must do if you want to have a super successful webinar you're building your email list which is really important so you're getting highly qualified leads on your email list And number five reason to do webinars is that since you spent all the time and energy creating an amazing webinar, you can use the content for your webinar. You can reuse and repurpose the content for your webinar for social media posts, articles, Facebook lives, YouTube videos, et cetera, et cetera. So webinars are an amazing way to grow your business. So let's dig into the tips I've got for you here. These are super simple, easy fast tips for how to build an amazing webinar that converts. I've got 29 tips for you today. Don't be overwhelmed. They're easy and simple and fast. Okay. So number one is know your target audience, know who your prospects are, understand their pain points and their dreams, because throughout your webinar, you're going to be taking your prospect on an emotional roller coaster and you want to constantly be hitting their pain points, hitting their dreams. I can't recommend strongly enough that you sit down before you start your webinar and you write out a list of pains and pleasures or dreams, okay? 
Number two, you want to start your question, your webinar with enrolling questions. The purpose of enrolling questions is to engage your audience. And ideally, you're going to ask three to five enrolling questions. And you want to make sure everyone in your audience answers yes to at least one question. And ideally, all of the questions you ask. Okay. Tip number three is let your audience know they are in the right place. So after you ask your enrolling questions, you say, great, you're in the right place because today you're going to learn exactly how to create a powerful, engaging webinar that converts, converts into sales and or team members. Okay. Tip number four is take your prospects on that emotional up and down because every decision is an emotional decision period, end of story. Now, some people will create an intellectual alibi for their decision, but every decision is an emotional decision. So you want your prospects feeling their emotions. You want them to feel like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so frustrated. I'm so, I'm so discouraged because I really thought I was going to be so much further ahead in my network marketing business, in my coaching business, in my affiliate business, whatever it is. And then you're selling them your their dreams. You're showing them how you're going to help them get to their dreams. So tip number five is build up that emotional need so that by the end of your presentation, you want your prospect to know that they need what you have to offer. Okay. That they, they totally understand that in order to get from where they are right now over the gap to where they want to be, they need to have what you have to offer. Okay, tip number six, keep your viewers engaged throughout the webinar with participation, okay? So you want to continue to ask questions throughout the webinar. You can even use a poll during the webinar, surveys during the webinar, ask people to answer questions and put their answers in the chat box. Um, be sure your viewers do not feel like they're just listening to a talking head, okay? That's tip number six. Tip number seven, include a Q&A section. Um, allow for Q&A at the end of your webinar. You could even do it in the middle, but you'd have to have it be, you'd have to be totally in control of it and you'd have to have it be short and sweet so that you don't lose people. Um, so ideally at the end is the best place to do it um, because you want your, your prospects to feel like they've got all their questions answered so they can, they can make that buying decision and they can make it right now. Okay, tip number eight prepare for your Q&A. So especially if you have a hundred or fewer people registered for your webinar, rule of thumb, and it is rock solid consistent for me in my webinars, rule of thumb is that if you have a hundred people register, a third of the people who register will show up live on the webinar. So if you have a hundred people register, you'll have 30 to 35 people show up live. It's been absolutely rock solid steady for me over four years that I've been doing webinars. Bang on, third of the people show up live. Great, I'm glad you're loving this. Okay, so you might be super excited that you've got 100 people registered for your webinar and you absolutely should be. That's an amazing place to start. But then no, if only about 30 people show up live, you might not have a lot of questions at the end. So prepare your own questions just in case you don't have any questions. And you can say, now, a question that I got before the webinar was from so-and-so, and they asked this. Another frequently asked question I get is this, and then you answer the questions. Okay, tip number nine, really, 
really, really important. Create visually appealing slides. Use lots of professional quality images that help convey the message and the feel of your topic. Be sure to use color. No blurry images, okay guys? No images that are distorted. Um, the aspect ratio is messed up, none of that. Tip number 10, use copy sparingly on each slide. So don't get stuck in the trap of putting too much copy on any slide. It's overwhelming, you lose your viewers. So make sure any copy you have on a slide is first of all, clearly readable. So you wanna make sure the font size is big enough. And remember, people are watching webinars on their phones and their tablets. So they don't all have big screens. So you really wanna make sure that your font is big enough and it's clearly readable and use bullet points and lists whenever possible. Okay, tip number 11, create movement in your slides. Again, to keep your audience engaged, to keep the eye uh, engaged. So use animations and transitions in PowerPoint to continue to hold your viewers' attention. You can even insert GIFs and short videos. Tip number 12, choose a color palette, especially if you're using PowerPoint, which is what I highly recommend. You can create your own custom color palette. You can use one of their color palettes, but choose a color palette throughout your slides and stick with it because this is going to give your presentation a sense of coherence. So don't make your slides too busy and a million different colors. Okay, tip number 13, use your logo. Use your logo whenever it makes sense. You don't necessarily have to have it on every slide, but your logo, um, and you don't want your logo to be too invasive, but it helps brand you and it helps make you look professional. If you don't have a logo, you can get one done really inexpensively on Fiverr. You can even create your own logo if you're really good at design. You can create your own logo on Canva. I do recommend it's worth the $25, $35 on Canva to have a professionally done logo. Okay, tip number 14. And to be perfectly honest, there are times when I forget to do this and it's important and I can't believe I forget to do it. So that's why I wanted to make absolutely certain I added it here. Copyright your work. Super simple and easy to do. Just create a footer. This is particularly in PowerPoint. You can create a footer and all you do is copyright the year. So copyright 2021, your company name and or your name. So for me, it's copyright 2021, Life Alchemy Inc. dash Gloria McDonald. If you just write copyright the year and your name, you've copyrighted your work. So you want to make sure that's in the footer of every slide. It can be teeny tiny, but it's there. Tip number 15, provide value. People come to webinars to learn. They want to learn things. So be sure to provide valuable information on your webinar, but just enough to um, give them a taste, to whet their appetite. Um, not enough to teach them everything they need to know because then why on earth, earth do they need to buy your program or even maybe sign up with you? Okay, content duration. Tip number 16, you want to provide 30 to 45 minutes of content followed by a Q&A for a 45 to one hour long webinar. Okay, tip number 17. This is about the ideal price point of your product, service, or opportunity. Yes, even your opportunity. So webinars are great to sell products and services that are from the $199 to $799 range. 
the less experienced you are at doing webinars, the less confident you feel, um, the less practice you have, the easier it is will be, it will be to promote a lower price point. I would recommend if you're doing your first webinar, do something that's definitely under $300. That's my strong recommendation to you, okay? Tip number 18, if you have a higher price point product, service, or maybe your opportunity, um, you could have your call to action be, let's say your, your service or the cost to join your opportunity is $1,000 or more, and you're doing webinars for the first time. You may want to consider having your call to action be to book a consultation call with you for more information, okay? Tip number 19, call to action and links, really important. Your call to action will always be to direct your viewers to go to an order page or shopping cart or um, someplace to book a call with you, right? So you're going to be redirecting your viewers to a link. So you want your link to be something that's really easy that you can say and your viewers will remember. So it might be something like go to GloriaMcDonald.com slash five figures. That's the number five and the word figures, GloriaMcDonald.com slash five figures. If you want to learn more about how to create rock star webinars, webinars that will produce five figures and more an hour and create a rapid sales and enrollment uh, in your business. So that's GloriaMcDonald.com slash five figures, the number five and the word figures. Don't try to say, and that's really true. If you want to know more about it, if you want to find out about my webinar mastery program, go to GloriaMcDonald.com slash five figures um, or five figures, excuse me, five figure, no S on the end. Um, do not try to do something like go to HTTPS colon backslash backslash DEE 989036.pages.infusionsoft.net. Nobody will ever remember that. But if you say go to GloriaMcDonald.com slash five figure, people can remember that. And don't forget, you might be sharing a PowerPoint presentation on your screen, but that link is not going to be clickable to your viewer. You might set it up as a clickable link in your PowerPoint presentation, but your viewer is not going to be able to click on that link. Okay, so it has to be a super easy uh, name for your link. Number 20, your offer, really important. Show your prospects the value of what you're offering, then give them a price, which should be dramatically less than uh, what the value is. Show the savings, and I can't recommend strongly enough, have a special time-limited until midnight tonight offer. Tip number 21, bonuses. Bonuses are super important. Show your prospects the value of what you're offering, then give them, um, sorry, create fast action bonuses. Bonuses that encourage your viewers to take immediate action. Now you might say, but I don't have any bonuses. I'm talking about my network marketing opportunity. Well, then create bonuses. You might want to create a fast start checklist or um, maybe a complimentary strategy session with you. Uh, maybe a guide, uh, a simple PDF guide on how to use LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever strategy you're using to build your business, but create your own bonuses. Guys, this is what separates leaders from not leaders. This is what separates the people who are really successful from the people who aren't successful. People who are willing to step outside their comfort zone, do something different, think outside the box, 
and create their own stuff show that they're a leader and they've got something extra that's valuable to share. Because why do I want to join your team versus somebody else's team? Oh, look, that person's going to give me all this extra special stuff. Great. I'm going with them. Okay. Tip number 22. It's a big one. And it's tough. Proofread. Now, look, it's virtually impossible for any of us to proofread our own stuff because our eye sees what we think we wrote. So whenever possible, please, please, please get someone else to proofread your slides and get someone else to make sure that the animations are correct. I can't recommend that strongly enough. Tip number 23, practice, practice, practice. You cannot practice enough. Um, you want to practice going through your slides multiple times. You want to practice reading them out loud, test out your webinar platform, make sure the sound is working, uh, actually record a video so that you're sure you know how to record it and start it and stop it. Tip number 24, invest in a good microphone. It really does make a difference. So I recommend the Audio-Technica ATR2100X. That's the Audio-Technica ATR2100X. And it's available on Amazon for $99. Okay, tip number 25. This is optional, but you can co-host a webinar or invite a guest presenter. Um, this is a great way to get going on doing webinars if you're just starting off because you can have somebody who has more experience than you do on the webinar doing some of the heavy lifting. Um, it also helps when you bring in a guest or a co-presenter. If that guest has a bigger email list, has a bigger following on social media, not only might they bring people to your webinar, but it helps you with your credibility because you're connected with this person. You're rubbing shoulders with them, right? You know them. So it helps your credibility. So don't hesitate to do a guest with a co to do a webinar with a guest or a co-presenter. Okay. Tip number 26, find the best time of day and the day of week to do your webinar. Now, I've done lots of research on this, personally, my own experience, but also lots of other people on the internet are having the exact same experience I'm having. Thursdays are the best day to do webinars, and this is surprising during the day, not in the evening, during the day. And actually, uh, my experience, again, this is really interesting because it's definitely been my experience, but it's also what I found lots of people saying, anytime from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., that middle of the day window. Now, of course, you have to take into account your time zone, right? If the vast majority of your prospects, let's say, are in Europe and you're in North America, then you're going to have to adjust the time in which you do the webinar so that it is in that 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. range for your target audience in Europe. Right. If you're in the U.S. and um, your target audience is, you know, on the West Coast and you're on the East Coast for whatever crazy reason, you know, there's three hours difference. It's not huge, but still you might want to adjust your time. So really pay attention to that. Tip number 27, always record your webinar and offer an instant replay. There will always be people who want to get on your webinar, but they can't. They've got a conflict with their schedule. So you always want to offer an instant replay. Other things happen where people want to be on the webinar and they just forgot. No matter how many follow-up emails you send saying, 
starting in starting, you know, it's today, starting in 60 minutes, starting in 15 minutes, there will be people who don't see that they'll miss it. And they really did want to be there. So make absolutely certain you record it and offer an instant replay. Your views will go up and your sales and your recruiting will go up dramatically when you have an instant replay. Tip number 28, start promoting your webinar five to seven days in advance of the webinar. Um, so usually what I recommend is that uh, if you're brand new at this and you don't have an email list, you may want to start promoting your webinar up to two weeks before it if you're largely using social media and direct messaging people. Uh, you, you're going to need a little longer to promote your webinar. So you might want to start direct messaging people two weeks before your webinar. But then you're definitely going to have to do follow-up reminders because two weeks is like 79 years. In two weeks, people are going to forget that they ever said yes, they wanted to go to a webinar. If you've got an email list, if you've got a following, then five to seven days before the webinar is the absolute sweet spot. Okay. Tip number 29, this is the last one, we're rounding it off here. Create a unique hashtag for your webinar. So whatever your webinar name is, and you want to create a snappy name for your webinar that really entices people because they want what the title of your webinar implies, whenever possible, create a unique hashtag for your webinar and then use that hashtag everywhere. Use it on all social media platforms, excuse me, use it in posts, use it in messaging, even put the hashtag in your email so that you start ingraining that idea in people's minds. So that's just a fun little tip, a great way to create uh, a uniqueness about your webinar and kind of get people remembering it. Okay. So if you found these tips helpful and you know that you really want to start doing webinars, I've got my all new webinar mastery program. Check it out. I've got a whole webinar on my webinar mastery program that you can check out. Just go to GloriaMcDonald.com slash five figure. That's the number five and then the word figure. So again, that's GloriaMcDonald.com slash five figure. And if you found this helpful, please, please share it, follow me, and don't forget to subscribe and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks so much, guys. Great to see you all here today. Take care.